Welcome to the Dr. Renee Sunday Show, where it's not too late to shine. We bring you transformative information for small business owners, entrepreneurial insight, wisdom, and secrets to aid you to be seen, be heard, and get paid, to catapult your life to more impact, success, and freedom. Now, please welcome your host, the platform builder herself, Dr. Renee Sunday. Podcast. You know what it is, right? <laughs> well, first of all, you know I always do this. I want to stop and pause, you know, take a deep breath in and out. But I want to just thank you for believing in us. Thank you for downloading us over on iTunes. You guys be over there on that iTunes, okay? And then you on YouTube, you on our website, ReneeSunday.com. And I'm not going to even say it and say by social media. Y'all, you know you on social media. But we thank you for that. Thank you for believing in us. But let me let you know that we believe in you as well. We know that you have some greatness inside, and that greatness needs to come out, okay? It needs to come out. You know how the old people say yesterday, but we okay, don't, no condemnation, okay? We want you to get that secret sauce out. We want you to get that passion, purpose out, your dreams, because somebody right now needs that. Someone right now needs to hear what you have to say. Somebody right now needs your products and services. And, you know, one of the affirmations I've heard one of the millennials on my team, she said, you know, People going to come to you with credit card in hand. And I'm like, okay, I'll, let me say that right there. And, you know, that happens because people want to invest in themselves so they can actually get beyond what they're going through and get to the next level because we all have a destiny and we actually all have things that we need to give out. So, you know, woo, you know, I can get started on that. But we have a powerhouse, a world changer with us today. This young lady, I, I just – you know, you know when you meet people, you say, "Lord, have mercy." Okay, uh, we have Doctor Doctor Foya. I think I pronounced that wrong. Uh, Delika here. Uh, she actually is a apostle. She's an ordained pastor. She's a seasoned. See, I like this seasoned registered nurse, award-winning serial entrepreneur. So you know, me and her can go in because me and that serial, whatever they call us, okay. <laughs> But she's an award-winning international speaker, international best-selling author, not once but twice, and all of her books, you know, and, yeah. And number one, she hit that number one spot. You see what I'm saying? Every, you guys need to do that, too. But she's the author of not one, not two, not three, but eight published books and more and more to come. She's a talk show host. Woo-hoo, I love it. Educator or youth advocate, so we need that. We need someone to speak for us. She's a beauty queen. She has a beauty inside and out. She's a poet, community <laughs> leader, coach, consultant, and political strategist. You know, the thing that about it is what I love that she's going to really let us know that, in short, she's her passion and purpose. That's what she is. She's a passion and purpose activator. So if you come in on this, you know what's going to go on. She helps you live out by living out your divine purpose in areas of business and ministry. You know, me and her are all in, in one accord, right? <laughs> we want to welcome, 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 to the Dr. Renee Sunday Show. Are you there? Yes. Hello, 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 Dr. Sunday. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I want to say greetings to all those out there in the digital world. <laughs> you amazing. So tell us a little bit about yourself, because, you know, I want to tip the iceberg. You know, she, she's 
she she ain't gonna tell us everything. She does this kid. But tell us a little bit more about yeah. yourself. <laughs> of course, they just got to buy one of those eight books to get all the juicy details and gossip, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I'm a native from South Florida. I was born in Miami and grew up in uh, Wiltamanis, Florida. I am one of three children to awesome parents uh, who are from Haiti, so I'm a first-generation Haitian-American. I am the niece of a, a leader in the Haitian community, uh, the late father, Dr. Jean Gis. So my whole life has been about service, whether that is as a community leader, even at the age of five, to even being a healthcare professional, which we are a public servant, to even serving uh, the ministry, the body of Christ through ministry as a five-fold ministry leader through the apostolic and prophetic anointing. But one thing about God, I just love life and I love serving people and that's where my my title, Passion and Purpose Activate, has come from, is because I am a very bubbly person. You know, I love life. I love to give. I love to serve. And I really believe that we have to look at life half uh, with our glass half full instead of half empty. And sometimes even running over because life has dealt me some lemons. But trust me, I made some good behind lemonade with it. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's really about um, doing so many different things. You know, so many people will tell me I do so many different things. But I said if we give God different names, we call him Jehovah, we call him Yahweh, Elohim, Yahweh, Adonai. And if I'm a child of God, I need to live my life out on purpose. I need to live every gift and talent on the inside of me. And just as the late Dr. Miles Monroe said, he said before he leaves this earth, he wants to empty out himself. Because the grave is the richest place in the world because people have died with their dreams, their talents, their books, their projects, their, in, their inventions. And trust me, that will not be me. I am about 200 pounds. Before I die, I probably will be 90 because I am going to live out everything on the inside of me to make sure that I leave my imprint in this world, not for my name's sake, but for the glory of God. Mm, that's it. That's it. Oh, my God. That's so powerful. Oh, I love it. I want to dive a little deeper in what you said because uh, a lot of people that's probably listening, and, and I've had this in my own life, uh, that and you touched on it so wonderfully, but, you know, when we have so many hats that we do, um, what do you suggest to people in regards of actually, you know, because being creative, a lot of people say they have trouble being creative, getting their idea. But then again, some other people have some concerns of being a finisher. What, what do you think about that? Because, you know, especially with you having so many hats, as you say, you do so wonderfully. Uh, how do you tackle the, the creativity piece and then also being able to implement it and actually finish a task? You know, I really believe it's um... – Whatever God has called us to do, it shall come to pass, because whatever he starts, he shall finish. And it's something as well that you have to, you have to cultivate that, that, that insight. You have to cultivate that intuition. Because as a kid, you know, I was all over the place. You know, at the age of seven, people would thought I had a full-time job because I would go to elementary, you know, I was in primary school. After primary school, I would go to Girl Scouts. After Girl Scouts, I would go to church. After church, I would go and serve my community. So I was never home, even at the age of seven. But over the years, God had to help me to cultivate, to understand what he has called me to do. Because there's a season we need to be Mary, and there's a season we need to be Martha. 
And so in understanding that when we know our gifts and talents, we know our spiritual gifts and we know our natural talent, they always tie together. For instance, I am a healthcare professional, but I'm also called to the healing and deliverance ministry that goes hand in hand. I am an educator by profession. I have a teaching gift, so I also am a teacher in ministry. It goes hand in hand. So once we identify those two areas that they are connected, you understand where your passion and purpose lies. So there will be some opportunities or some ideas that come to mind. I've started many businesses, and I've lost a lot of money. But yet, you know, there's a book by a gentleman. I can't remember what his name is called, Six. We have to go through the creativity process. And, you know, it's just like Picasso are these great artists. You know, they didn't start off being great artists. They had to they had to cultivate and sharpen their gifts over time. And it's the same thing with creatives who are doing different things in various industries at the same time. You have to try an idea. If it doesn't work, you keep it moving, you know. And you have to also put yourself in an environment where people will activate those gifts on the inside of you. I never knew I was a poet until I was in the atmosphere of creative artists. I didn't know that I was a writer because when I was in elementary school, middle school, and high school, and even college, my professors would tell me I have great oracle skills, but my writing skills weren't up to par. But now I'm an international uh, best-selling author and a number one Amazon best-selling author, and both of them are twice, and I've written eight books. And people would tell me my writing is on point. They really resonate with my writing. It really speaks to them, et cetera, et cetera. So it's really about allowing yourself to be who you are, being in the right space to be celebrated for who you are, and also being connected to people who can activate those gifts in the inside of you. And once you put yourself in the right circle, the right frequency, the right environment, then those gifts that are meant to be uh, 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 your strengths, that are meant to be things that you're supposed to be involved in and, and do, those things will be at the top of your gifts and talents as opposed to some of the things you can be mediocre, you can be, you know, you mediocre at, but there's also great things that you can excel in. And so it's just really trying to understand the two. But it took me, I'm 38, it took me 38 years to kind of figure out the science behind understanding it's okay to do a lot of great things. You know, there's this saying, you know, you are um, you are a jack of all trades but a master of none. I don't believe in that quote. I took it for a long time because that's what people would say. But then I realized, no, I can be a jack of all trades and I could master many things. Oh, that's right. I love it. I, I want to just ask one more question in, into that vein is, you know, uh, all of us have a story, we say, and, and all of us have a purpose. But what do you say to people right now They know they're bubbling inside? They dream about it. They, they can close their eyes and see it, but they have that, you know, because fear can be both ways. It can be fear of stepping mm-hmm. out or it can be a fear because you know you're going to be successful and uh, you just don't want people to put you on that pedestal or that accountability. So it's actually, that's three different kinds of fear. But how do you actually, in your opinion, for someone, they, they say, well, this lady got eight books, she's in, in ministry and all that, and I know I have some similar gifts, and i just having trouble getting that nudge to step out on faith. Well, you know what, I have to come to realize that fear doesn't really exist, one, And two, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love and sound mind. And what I had to understand is that I need to know who I am. I need to understand what my purpose is in this world in order to be able to, um, to be able to master all those things that I was called to do. And when you are fearful, they say two things. They say, when you are, you, 
in, in the business world and even in ministry, depending if you're in the prophetic and apostolic anointing uh, space, they will say, if it's not big enough to scare you, then it's not God. <laughs> because when we are doing things for God, it is so big and it's beyond us that if it, we could just do it ourselves, then you know that, okay, you know, this is, there needs to be more than that. There needs to be a divine power. There needs to be a divine inspiration. There needs to be a divine superpower to do those things. I'll give a great example. Um, for over a year, I've been back and forth negotiating with the Now Network for my TV ministry. I knew God had called me into that many, many years ago, even before he called me ordained pastor, before he called me an apostle. But it was through the process. I was like, God, well, you know, I don't know about the money. God, you know, I don't know if I ha- if I will be able to get the right the uh, enough viewers to watch my show. I'm not really on a global scale as far as my ministry. I'm just really coming out as a, a pastor. I've been an evangelist, a teacher, a missionary, a prayer warrior for all these years, but never in the capacity to be able to be in front of a TV you know, uh, in front of TV. And this year, through this pandemic, God has literally blown my mind. Uh, recently, we just signed a contract for the Now Network, uh, Kingdom Domination TV show, host by myself, Doc, uh, Apostle Dr. Fela Delica, is airing in September. And it was through the process of realizing that my fear cannot hold me any longer. Because once you realize that you're not living for yourself, but you're living for other people, and imagine if by me being obedient and doing this TV ministry, I could save at least one life, whether that's from suicide, whether that's from spiritual warfare, whether that's from making the wrong mistakes because the show is going to be focused on marketplace ministry. And we have to move past fear and realize that fear has to, uh, our, our, our need and want to serve God and serve humanity has to be bigger than our fear. Because if I can tell my backstory, I grew up in a household that I thought we were okay. Until I went to college, I realized we were working class. And fast forwarding, I became homeless in 2008, in the two, between, you know, during the era of the economic crash in 2008. I have every excuse in the book to sit at home to be in my pity party. I have every excuse to be in somebody's mental institution, but God said there's greatness on the inside of me. God said your challenges, your experience did not hinder you, but it was your stepping block to realize the greatness on the inside of you. See, greatness and fear are the opposite of each other. And we have to realize when we move past fear, we can step into the greatness that we've been called to impact this world. And once I had to move past my pity party, once I had to move past that mental breakdown of understanding at 24, how did I build everything? I, you know, I built a quarter of a million dollar home by myself. I was in seminary. I was doing God's work. I was a missionary. I was given to my church. I was given to my community. I was doing everything by the book in 2000. Uh, seven. By 2012, I was walking the street trying to figure out where my next meal was coming from. I was so mentally disturbed and distraught. How did my life get here? Well-educated, you know, giving back to the church, a woman of God, and I'm on the street. But I had to realize through all that process, I can't testify to somebody. I can't help somebody overcome if I don't overcome my own demons if I don't overcome my own situations and challenges. So I tell people who, who are dealing with fear that you have to realize just as much as your lungs need air to breathe, you need to realize that your dreams need you just as much in order to, to be able to impact the world. And once we realize that fear is like, fear is like an ex-boyfriend, you know, fear is like a family member that you don't really talk to, you know they exist, but, you know, because they're crazy or, you know, they got issues, 
you just want to stay away from negativity and drama and toxicity, that's what we have to focus on. We have to focus on not the fear, not what I can't do, but what I can do. And once you realize what you can do, you're unstoppable. Because I tell you even now, God would have told me when he told me during my breakdown that he was going to bless me beyond what I can even compare imagine I told him he was a liar I said it cannot be possible I am in the low I'm past the hell you know as David said I, my soul is in shalom my my soul passed that experience my soul was in the mm. deepest of the deepest of the deepest of the deep but when God you know propelled me he gave me a quantum leap in my life but I had to move past the fear because I was ashamed how can someone who has accomplished so much at a young age, but next thing you know, you hear that she's on the street. You hear that her family's looking for her. You hear that she has lost everything that she worked hard for. But in 2020, if I could testify and tell what God has done for me, he has blessed me beyond ever compare or imagine, but not for my name's sake, but because there's a divine purpose on the inside of me. I am still living and breathing because God said the devil could not have me. He's not done with me yet because I have an assignment. We all have an assignment. And once we tap into our divine identity and know who we are and who we serve, fear is not even in your vocabulary. Girl, you better say that. I, I've experienced that in my life because mine that I had to go through is I knew I was going to be successful. I knew that because, you know, I mean, because of God, you know, nothing, nothing with me. Let me just put that out there, ladies and gentlemen. But my thing is, I really didn't want people, and I let me just say this real quick because I think this is for somebody. When I got called into the ministry, it wasn't traditional. I'm from Alabama, if you guys know. Uh, I always have been taught, let me just be transparent, that you're going to hear the audible voice of God saying that. But that wasn't mine. I mean, real quick, I was at another friend of mine getting ordained as a minister, and the pastor got up and said, three people in here that's been called to the ministry, and that they run it. And I'm like, okay, I know he's talking about me because I've never even thought and had no prophecy or anything like that of being in ministry. And, yeah, girl, isn't it funny? Doctor, uh, and, and so the first person just stood on up because, you know, she was like, okay. Well, the, he said, well, the next person, your heartbeat just did an extra beat, so just get up. Next thing I know, I'm walking up the steps of the pulpit, and I don't even remember that. The lady says, one of the ministers said she had to hold me because I was like a light as a feather. Like, mm. I was so light. So anyway, long story short, and then, like you said, I like that word. I wrote that down, quantum leap. God did that to me because really less than a year of that calling, he, he uh, elevated me or, or really revealed to me. Uh, that I was an apostle, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he works. But I had to go, yeah, I mean, every, I had some uh, women of God would call me. One lady said, I, for some reason, I just cannot call you Dr. Sunday. I keep saying apostle. And I said, oh, my Lord. And then another lady said it, and then they say, you know, I had to go in my secret place. I said, confirm this, Lord, or let me know why these people saying this, you know, da 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 da. So the point that I'm saying to say all that, someone that's listening, you really got to have that relationship with God because he does it differently at times with for different people. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And he always, I'm going to say that again, always confirm it. So, Dr. Demetrius, mm -hmm. you just, Jesus Christ, you and you and got me on fire with, 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 with the things that I, <laughs> hallelujah. 
and if I could say one thing, Doctor Doctor Sunday. Yes, please, please, yes. Yes, I just because I was just writing it down. We have to realize the other thing too in our society is failure. The word failure mm. cripples us, and we have to realize failure is not necessarily failure as the world sees it, but failure is just another experience that you're having, just a success. They're the same thing. It's just, and the result is different. Because if we look at Thomas Jefferson or Thomas Edison, created the light bulb. It took him 999 times to do it differently, but it was a thousandth time that the light bulb worked. And it's just the thing with experience in life. That's how, you know, people say for such a young person, how are you so wise? My life experiences, the quote unquote failures that I had in my life helped me to gain that wisdom, helped me to gain the understanding of certain things. Well, that's not the best way to do it. There's another way to do it. Or realizing I shouldn't have gone this way, but I could have went this way. So we have to look at our failures as not a stumbling block. We have to look at our failures not as, man, you know, I missed the mark. We have to look at our failures like, okay, I did it this way. That is a learning experience. That is a part of my learning curve. Now I need to figure out how can I get from point A to point B where I'm supposed to be. So I just wanted to share that because failure cripples people. And when I came to realize, especially in the business uh, entrepreneurship world, they look at failure differently than the rest of the public, you know, the general public. And so I had to make that connection in my head that what I knew failure success to be you know, from society is different from entrepreneurship and business. Now you on point with that. That's that's good. That's good. Oh Lord, we can talk all day and night. <laughs> we really want to know a little bit. Uh, you you touched on it, but we really want to know a little bit if you could share at this point uh, about your your broadcast because she gonna fire us up on, on on her TV show. Okay, we we know that already. <laughs> how we can support you and the things that you're doing, and, of course, uh, also with social media as well. Well, once again, I thank you, Dr. Apostle Dr. Sunday, for this opportunity. I thank all the listeners uh, that are, are listening to this broadcast. Well, I'm just excited. As I alluded to, God has really blown my mind that I've only uh, had my own outreach ministry since 2018 and for the last year I've been debating back and forth about a TV ministry and God said sign the contract during a pandemic don't worry about it I'm going to bless you I'm going to bless your socks off because this is this is a divine assignment so I am excited to say that I am a TV host on the now network this network has been in existence for about four or five years it is uh, broadcasted in the United States, Western Europe, and the Sub-Saharan Africa region. And it is in 236 million homes. And so I'm so excited, no matter where you are, there's an opportunity to tap into this broadcast. They have a Facebook page, they have an app, and they have various uh, cable channels and satellite TV, Roku, R-O-K-U, uh, and so there's various ways that you can tap into this great uh, broadcast. But I'm excited to say on Monday night, uh, starting in September, 11 p.m. Eastern Time, you will see myself, uh, Apostle Dr. Fela Delica, your host 
on Kingdom Domination TV show. And really what this show is about is about marketplace ministry. And this show is going to be about prayer, and it was called Power and Prayer. But God said, I want you to move past that because I really want you to help people understand about marketplace ministry and what God is doing. This is a part of the Matthew 6.33, go into the ends of the earth and teach my, um, make disciples. And that's what we need to understand, that we are in a digital world and that we need to use uh, this platform, this opportunity to preach the gospel. And we need to do it not just in ministry capacity, but in various capacities to impact the world. And so uh, definitely, as far as connecting with me, I am everywhere. I am on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm excited to say we're rebranding because of all these awesome projects we have coming. I launched uh, a Galica University, which is a training center, a digital online training center for marketplace ministry. Uh, I have uh, various nonprofits and for-profits that I am I am a part of as well as I own. So there's so much that I'm doing, but definitely you can go ahead and uh, type in my name on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. You can put Fayola Delica. That is F as in Frank, A-Y-O-L-A. And my last name is Delica, D as in David, E-L-I-C as in Cat A. And so I have numerous pages, numerous ways you can connect with me. But uh, just know that we are here for you. We are here to help you to live out loud. It is so important to understand living out your purpose, your divine purpose. That is key because there's many people who are walking dead, living in this world, but they're not living out their purpose. And so that uh, that's the opportunity to connect with me. We're, you know, we're looking for sponsors, of course, uh, monthly partnerships. Uh, you know, you can give a one-time gift or you can give a monthly gift. So definitely if you want more information about those opportunities, you can definitely email me, uh, email my team at info, I-N-F-O, at com, and we will direct you in the different areas that you want to uh, assist us in the 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 projects that we have going on. We have a lot of things going on. And in the month of August, August, September, we're launching our brand. We rebranding. Uh, photo shoot is in two weeks. Uh, website is being redone. So many different things. So it's going to be so exciting to see the final project product and be able to launch it and share it with you all. So once again, uh, Apostle Dr. Sunday, I'm so honored and delighted to be on your platform. Thank you for the invite. And I look forward to uh to partnering with you in any way possible to do God's work and just to, you know, this is our boom season. This is our, we're going to blow up season and it's all for the kingdom of God. This is our due season. And so I'm just honored and excited that God will use a nobody trying to tell people about who Jesus is because I am, I am nobody. Just like, you know, people say, well, you know, you got all this going on. It's like, no, I, I just, I just tapped into what I'm supposed to do. And I challenge you all to do the same. Don't let COVID-19, this pandemic, this racial crisis, this, this crazy election year stop you from living out your purpose. God is still in the blessing season. If I could testify, I, you, I, I'm, I'm speechless when I think about the testimony that God has given me during these crises. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Uh, uh, and, and I just have an inner peace. I, I know, of course, I'm going you know, uh, doing what we need to do in regards of the laws of the land, but I, I just mm-hmm. have an inner peace. I sleep good every night, and and and, and I mm-hmm. and I pray for my brothers and sisters that they can just tap into what God God is. I, don't go by the Bible already told us many times. Don't go by what we see. 
You know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I always make a reference of people that wear contacts and glasses. Take that off for a minute, and you can't see, right? <laughs> but the thing is, if we mm-hmm. put on the whole, whole arm of God, <laughs> we, we, we Come fine, on now. but we just got to trust him. We really got to trust him. Oh, my God. Believe the report of God and not the report night. of man. That's right, girl. Oh, Lord. That's a deleter. <laughs> well, we want to say thank you so much. First of all, thank you for being in your purpose. Oh, God. But then, secondly, we want to just thank you so much for taking um, time out your busy schedule to be here with us at the Dr. Renee Sunday Show podcast. If you need us for anything, please, please don't hesitate to contact us. Thank you. Blessings to you all. Great opportunity. I had a good time. Thank yes. you. Yes. <laughs> she even have a media voice. Oh, my God. I forgot to say that, ladies You guys know. You know, I pull them out when they on the show. I said, look. If you're not doing media, you need to be doing media, okay? <laughs> she oh, has come a media on now, for real, for real. You go look at her social media. She's beautiful inside and out, okay? But, Lord, ladies thank and gentlemen, you. I want to just woo, thank you for for joining us today, this afternoon, even depending on, you know, where you are. You know, if you want to be a guest here on the Dr. Renee Sunday show, you know where to go, right? <laughs> ReneeSunday.com. Or you can DM us. We're on all the social media platforms, me and my team. It's amazing people, uh, be, they realize that they're talking to me and not my team. They're like, oh, that's the thing. This really you. So I actually do that as well. But, you know, it, 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 you know, one thing, your team represents you, but you have to always be able to do the job because you got to be the leader, okay? Mm-hmm. I always keep that in mind. That's for some business owner right now, okay? Uh, but if you want to be part of our magazine, you know, we have several now. We have the Good Deeds. We have the Caregiver. We have the uh, the magazine that's saluting each city in the United States. Uh, we started out, as you know, with the major cities. But don't don't worry. We got you uh, because we uh, actually some, some of the mayors have said, can we just do it for state? I said, well, yeah, we can do uh, as long as you sponsor it, it's all good, okay? <laughs> So we actually uh, had to rebrand that before it, at the time that we're recording this. You'll see it out. It, it'll be statewide so we can make sure we encompass the smaller cities as well. And that's a great idea because it does take the whole village. And we don't want to we want to make sure all our brothers and sisters have to take advantage of any opportunity to be seen, be heard, get paid, right? But also anything we do, you let us know how we can help you. We do have the nonprofit, the Sunday Foundation, and the Sunday Dream Centers. The website is the dot org. To take care of the insecurities we take for granted, food, clothing, shelter, and also scholarships and those type of things. What I want you to know is I love you. I'm so glad you love me. <laughs> but what we got to do is realize that you do have a calling, you do have a reason you are born. You're not a mistake. We all, I'm included, we have to do three things. We have to believe, we have to trust, and we have to walk it out. You know the rest, right? We got to don't stop, get it, get it, right? Don't stop, get it, get it. And what are we getting? We're getting our purpose, and we're getting our purpose now. I am Dr. Renee Sunday, the platform builder. I love you truly. And you know what? You know God loves you as well. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Okay? No matter what you think, have thought in the past, he does love you. No matter what somebody else has said, okay? And we'll see you next time. This is the Dr. Renee Sunday Show podcast. I love you. Bye-bye.